गुड मॉर्निंग एंड थैंक्स फॉर लिस्निंग इन दिस इज द डेली मॉर्निंग अपडेट फ्रॉम बी क्यू प्राइम एंड आई एम एलेक्स मैथ्यू टूडे इज द ट्वेंटी फिफ्थ ऑफ अक्टूबर हेयर एवरीथिंग दट यू नीड टू नो एट द स्टार्ट ऑफ योर डे देर इज अ फ्रेश बज अबाउट सपोर्ट फॉर द चाइनीज इकोनॉमी ऑलरेडी यूएस लिस्टेड शेयर्स ऑफ चाइनीज कंपनीज हैव रिकॉर्डेड द बिगेस्ट वन डे राइज सिंस जुलाई अकॉर्डिंग टू ब्लूमबर्ग एंड यू कुड सी चाइनीज एक्विटी मार्केट ट्रेडिंग हायर The reason is that President Xi Jinping's administration according to a report by Bloomberg is issuing additional sovereign debt and raising the budget deficit ratio. All of that is pointing to increased support for the flagging economy. You're probably wondering why this is significant. According to that Bloomberg report, China has rarely adjusted its budget in the middle of the year and it has done so in 2008. after the sichuan earthquake and as far back as the late 1990s during the asian financial crisis now what's more xi jinping also visited the central bank the first visit since he took charge over a decade ago now in news back home baiju's chief financial officer ajay goel has quit within 6 months amid a delay in the edtech giant's financial results for the year ending march 2022 he will rejoin vedanta after completing the formalities of the fy22 audit at byju's according to a company statement goel had joined byju's in april of 2023 from vedanta resources where he was the group deputy cfo and he will now replace sonal shrivastava at vedanta who is resigning as chief financial officer citing personal reasons he will take charge from the 30th of this month now as we get set for trade here in india after midweek break there are a lot of factors that are going to be watched closely after the sharp fall at the start of the week one of those is the us bond yields which have been elevated of late The yield on the 10-year treasury spiked to above 5% on Monday, remember? And one of the reasons that has happened is because of the ballooning of the US government's deficit. It has doubled in the year to September to over $2 trillion. The government has had to issue more debt to cover the shortfall of revenues relative to spending, and that's put upward pressure on the yield. Some key earnings were reported overnight in the US. Microsoft posted its strongest sales growth in 6 quarters, bolstered by recovering cloud computing growth and uh, that's amid demand for new artificial intelligence products. Meanwhile, Alphabet has reported revenue and profit from its cloud business that missed analyst expectations. and meta will report its earnings later today and that's just as it was sued by california and a group of more than 30 states over claims that its social media platforms instagram and facebook exploit youths for profit and feed them harmful content us president joe biden has reportedly said that humanitarian aid isn't getting into gaza fast enough and secretary of state anthony blinken has said that pauses in the conflict may be needed to organize help for civilians the united nations secretary general has called for a halt in the war between israel and hamas saying that the parties were killing and injuring civilians in violation of international law In international markets US stocks ended higher 
with the Dow and the S&P 500 gaining 0.6 and 0.7% respectively. The tech-heavy Nasdaq rose nearly a percent. Meanwhile, in the Asia-Pacific region, only the Japanese market has started with gains from the three early risers, gaining over a percent. But like we said earlier, you could see some positive moves in the Chinese markets. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. How are we gearing up after Monday's drop? Thanks, Alex. Well, uh, you one has to ad- admit that there are contrasting forces at play. The memories of the kind of fall that happened on Monday versus the global cues that exist today. So you have to give some weightage to the kind of cues that exist today and what those could to the market mood this morning after what was arguably a manic Monday. The only good part of the respite is that Monday's fall was accompanied with lower volumes and net FII buying. And if you look at various quant indicators, the markets now seem to be in the fear zone from where supports are usually formed. Does that mean that the markets will rebound necessarily from these levels and will that sustain? Who's to say that? But we are now in a zone from where 100, 200 points here and there or thereabouts, the markets could actually form a level from where longs could be initiated as well. So there is uh, some bit of that technicality. Add to that the fact that the world markets are looking okay. Bond yields have come off from 5% to 4.84 or thereabouts the last time checked. Oil prices are stable at 90 and not really making a beeline towards 100. It looks okay relative to what Monday was. A bottom up ideas would likely be the order of the day and including private banks from a long-term investment perspective because where else would you find uh, or when else did you find private banks trading at the kind of valuations that they are trading at? By the way, this is not me saying, but a clutch of sell-side guys and brokers that I've spoken to over the last three or four days. So that is interesting. There isn't too much in terms of news flow. Sure, there are some brokerages which we put out on our Twitter handle and people can refer to. But in terms of news flow, in terms of results, a few small ones uh, which might react. So Mahindra Logistics, the net loss widened and the margins came off, so the stock might correct. Torrent Pharma actually came out with a good set of numbers, so that stock could do well. Margins expanded a little bit as well. So let's see if that one has some positive reaction. And Lloyd's Metal and Energy did okay too, with margins expanding quite significantly, leading to a pat uptick of 62 crores. Um, the one stock that I'll focus on is Delta Corp as well. Very difficult to really make a case for this stock seeing some really strong money being put in. But the Bombay High Court has directed the DGGST of intelligence at Hyderabad not to pass orders in the alleged tax shortfall of 16,000 crores. The dates have been fixed for completion of pleadings and a hearing and finals disposal of writ petition, etc. So all of this could be a slight shot in the arm for Delta. So that's to be watched out for. But Tentnet, I think today is more, today's day is more macro as opposed to micro in nature. Better yields in the global markets have done reasonably okay for the last two days, including the days, day when we were shut. And um, other factors, of course, the, the, mac- the broader geopolitical macro continues. But within that landscape, things are maybe slightly more favorable than they were on Monday. Let's see if today turns out to be an uneventful day, which is something that the markets would be really happy with, especially the mid cap and the small cap end of the market. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. 
And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.